Good morning. Welcome to Morning Coffee Break. I am your host, Albert Breno. They said he would come one day. I just never believed them. I pushed long and hard this week, countless hours watching the same yellow lines pass just to the left side of my truck. One more run, I said. I can do this. You can do this. It had been weeks. Bills to pay, kids to support, the lines flashing like little lights through the driver's window. Thoughts of home, what I was missing. Won't be long now, I thought. A few more hours and I would be able to shut down. I'd be able to take that rest I so desperately needed. But the hum of the engine was music to my ears. It calmed my waking mind. The sound of the radio clicking, the droning of the music. All those sounds made my eyes heavy until I saw nothing. That's when he came. He came and took everything from me, black as night, red eyes burning. He ran at me, playing this game of chicken. A massive-looking dog, red eyes, black fur, just like night. And he took everything from me. The black dog came. The snow was coming down hard. I couldn't see either side of the highway. Lights didn't seem to help, and no matter how fast the wipers went back and forth on the windshield, I could not make out the highway. My four ways were clicking, my heart beating with them in pace. It was time to call it quits. I looked to the shoulder of the road. I thought to myself, I'll bunker down, not sure for how long, but what's the use? I'm going to get into an accident. I cannot see the road. Just as I begin to pull off, I hear a familiar voice over the CV, crackling. Hey driver, follow my lights. I know of a truck stop just ahead. All of a sudden, the tail lights were clear to me. I throttled up not to lose the driver. Close now, the headlights burning through the snow. I follow for what seems like hours. Until I see his signal light flash in the distance through the slop, I can make out a sign. We both pull in. I can see his brake lights ahead of me. I hit my air brakes, grab my coat. I need to buy my savior supper. As I jump for my rig, tail lights are gone. Nothing but white, unplowed snow. I hurry to the rear of the trailer, and I only see one set of tracks. In the distance, I see a figure on the side of the road. It was cold. It was raining. What could he possibly be doing? And that's when I saw his thumb. A hitchhiker. Why not, I thought. I pulled over up ahead, and the man jumped in asking for a ride to the nearest truck stop. I was heading in that direction anyways, and thought, you know what, why not, I could use the company. However, there was no conversation to be had. He was silent, the entire drive. He didn't utter a single word. I came into the truck, stopped turning in a rig, and as I applied the brakes and looked over, he was gone. I touched his seat, and it was cold as night. Where had he gone? My mother had told me my car would not make the trip, but who listens to their mother? Well, unfortunately, on this night, she was right, a realization I now have, standing in the cold fall air. How could this get any worse, I thought. I had to say it. Now a mist-like rain came down. I had no jacket to speak of. Just me and my broken-down car on the side of a long long highway. I looked around. There wasn't a single car or house in sight. 
The car wouldn't turn over. Wouldn't even start. No heat, either, as the temperature outside dropped, as the wind and the rain now howled. At least inside the car, I'd be dry, I thought. But the hours passed, and there was no one on the road. So I grabbed an extra hoodie from my clothes I packed, and I headed out. I, of course, locked the car. I walked in that cold rain for a while, and there's still no sign of anybody, not even a house. The light rain that had started earlier had caused a mist over the road, over the trees, and it was becoming foggy. And that's when I heard it. In the distance behind me, the sound of air being forced into a truck engine, a jake brake. It broke through the fog, an older style of rig, headlights shining bright, the jake brake again as he pulled up slow beside me, the engine shutting down as he applied his four-ways. The man looked at me. What are you doing out here walking in this shit? The man asked. I broke down, I replied. Well, that trucker looked at me and he said, There's a truck stop a couple miles up the road. Hop in, warm yourself up. My mom always warned me about hitchhiking, especially with truckers. But at this point in time, I was out of options. I was cold, I was freezing, hungry, and I needed to get to that truck stop. I climbed up and closed the door. The gentleman was old enough to be my grandfather. The truck was dated. A retro-looking antique. Worthy of a museum. But she started up like nothing, and before you knew it, we were cruising down the road, the driver looking out cautiously at the road. He looked at me. Music? he asked. Sure, I replied. The great old hits my parents listened to came on the radio. It was soothing as my thoughts were of home. Before you knew it, we pulled into that truck stop. It seemed dead. There wasn't much traffic. But the open light was on. He applied the brakes, then motioned to me to get out. I thanked him for the ride. He looked at me and he said, don't mention it. Say it a little of the guys inside for me. We parted ways, and I headed into the truck stop, never looking back. I used the phone, and while I called my family to tell them of my breakdown, I noticed above the payphone an old picture on the wall. The same trucker standing beside the rig that had brought me in. The picture was old enough, and the trucker looked identical. It, it puzzled me. After my phone call, I went to order food. I decided to ask the waitress about the truck driver. Obviously, there was some significant value to why that picture was hanging. Ma'am, the truck driver on the wall near your payphone. He wanted me to tell you. He said hello. Do you know his name? And the waitress looked at me all surprised. You're joking, right? The room fell silent. There were only a few people in the truck stop. Two waitresses, a few patrons, and the cook behind the counter. No, he just picked me up on the side of the road and brought me here. I had a breakdown. I was wondering why she was being so arrogant with me. The cook smiled and came out. He was an older gentleman. He seemed calm demeanor. And I would later find out that he was the owner of the truck stop. He told me a story. A truck driver in the picture died many years ago, he told me. He was a frequent customer at this truck stop. He died in an accident on this highway. 
He slammed his rig into the ditch instead of endangering other people's lives. He also told me I wasn't the first person who reported seeing him after his death. And he went on to tell me that he believes this trucker helps people in need on this long and lonely stretch of highway. It was a long week. I had multiple loads. Business was good. I was new to the industry, so I had something to prove. I'll never forget that day. It was late at night. I had just made a local delivery. And I was pulling back on a highway to head back to my terminal. When I saw what seemed to be a hitchhiker on the side of the road. I slowed down. I was coming onto the on-ramp. He was on the side of the road. But there's something more, something strange about how he was just standing there. And it was weird because I, I just, I couldn't look away. I never stopped to pick up hitchhikers. Have you seen the movies lately? As I passed him, I slowed down to get a look at his face. I remember he was wearing a red hoodie, the hood up over his face. When I slowed to a crawl and drove by him, I noticed something very eerie. There was no face. Just a blackness. And it, it, it was weird for me because the lights on my rig should have shown his face. I remember being scared. I hammered down. It freaked me right out. As I passed and got onto the highway, I looked back. The figure was gone. I drove on that highway a bit. Something just didn't feel right. I noticed up in the distance a local truck stop, and I decided to pull off. It's time for a coffee break. When I got in and ordered, I saw a group of truckers, experienced truckers, much older than me, talking. So I had some little bit of time to kill, so I decided to join the conversation. Decided to sit with them. I told them what I saw. They were speechless. One of the truckers looked me right in the eye, said with a straight, concerned face. You've been driving a long time, haven't you? Of course, I nodded. You saw the shadow people. You're new, aren't you? To driving, that is. Again, I nodded, sipping my coffee, waiting for the ultimate punchline of this joke. Friend, shut down. Even if it's just for an hour or two. Take a nap. No load is worth your life. The shadow people know when you're close to exhaustion. They come to us as a warning. Stop driving and take a rest. The others just sat there nodding. Still, I waited for the ultimate punchline, but none came. I get back in my truck, and for whatever reason, I did what they said. I slept an uneasy sleep for an hour or so and got back onto the highway. I'm not superstitious at all, but something in the way they told me. I've never seen them again, nor have I pushed myself that hard. I remember when I got into trucking, one of the seasoned truck drivers I was working with asked me if I'd ever heard the true story of the black dog. Trucker superstition, I said. He smiled, but he continued his story. He told me that there was once a trucker who drove everywhere with his trusted companion, a black dog. This trucker in particular had pushed himself hard that week. Not a lot of sleep, and he just kept trucking along the lonesome highway. One night, while he was driving, he fell asleep at the wheel. He crashed. 
It wasn't until the early hours of the morning when the ambulance and police were on site that the strangest thing had happened. The man had died, but the staff on site said the black dog sat in the middle of the road. Now they had cleaned up, and whenever they were finally ready to leave and open the highway back up, the black dog was gone. He told me it is said that that trucker's dog now watches the highways for truckers who are pushing themselves hard, whom are tired, that he looks after them. Just before the driver is about to fall asleep on the road, the black dog will run out in front of the truck before disappearing suddenly. The sudden shock causes the driver to become more alert, more awake, so he can find a rest stop. At that point in time, I just kind of chuckled at him. Many years later, on a long stretch of highway, Black Dog came to me that night. Scared me. Now, I warned the new truck drivers getting into the industry of that Black Dog. Because now I believe. This has been a very special edition of Morning Coffee Break, exploring the superstitions, folklore, and myths about truck driving. If you know another story, make sure to comment or send us a message. If you have liked this podcast or others, search Apple or CastBox for Morning Coffee Break. Like, subscribe, or leave a comment. Remember to stay curious and ask why. Until next time.